I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I love it. Do you think Aisha can sing Christmas carols in the right tune? <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. She does seem like someone she who can't, can't sing. sing at all. Yeah, can't sing. <laughs> Hark the herald angels sing. Glory That's to. That's too much melody. That's too much melody. I think it would even Hark be Hark the herald angels sing. <laughs> Magnus nipples. <laughs> Yo, it's Badoo. Benny and the Jet Skis. I just told Poodle, this is season one, or season, yeah, season one, episode 11. They are so much better at Bravo at doing names for shows than 90 Day Fiance. I think they actually are trying to come up with clever names. And, and, I, and I think that they, they're actually writers instead of, they asked the trained seals who work at TLC. Yeah. A sad day. <laughs> truth. Bitter truth. truth. Like, arr, what kind arr, of name was throw that? Throw my ball. Oh, <laughs> uh, y'all. Arr, 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 arr. You guys, maybe, maybe that's why they don't want to work with us because I keep suggesting that trained seals work there. I, I think their email's broken. <laughs> Never really email us back. Every other production company does, but you know, whatever. And they don't listen to this as a Bravo show. Yeah, it's not anyway. about them. Yeah, it's not about them. So, uh, but we love Bravo. Yeah, I love Andy Cohen. <laughs> you do. You're still fucking. <laughs> Anyone who's ever listened to me in a previous podcast just spit something out to but that fucking. I don't know if I would. I think you would. I think his face is so. Strange and looks like someone has made it out of face out of silly putty and like in, enlarged it and then has shifted it back. Oh, I think and he's handsome. I think he's those crazy cuckoo Google eyes. I think he always looks high as fuck. He does. I just there's something about him that it looks like someone's worn his face as a mask and then. Kind of shrinked it, and it's back on his face. Okay, if that makes sense. And it's not that I don't think he's attractive. It's just something. The features are off. I'm trying to I'm trying to be that without being unkind. <laughs> but, Too late. 
Too late. Ah! Y'all. <laughs> All right. Hey, come see us live, y'all. We are counting down. We are going to be in Chicago in what, like two weeks? Uh, no, probably sooner because this this is airing a week. We're this is probably airing the week we're in Chicago. Whatever, y'all. We're, we're recording <laughs> some work. We're, we're a we're recording down unders early. Wherever just, the whenever the 29th is, to September get them out of the way. But also, we're recording them Not early to get because, them out of the way. Well. So we have we're, so we're we're trying to bank them. So we're not as busy on tour, but right. also honestly, it is hard for me not to just watch the next episode because I need to know who's getting kicked off this boat. This someone's getting kicked off this boat, and they are cock teasing us. This season has been a ride so it's far ride. with this. The they, last three episodes, though, it is really yeah. hard for me not to keep on watching. It actually, this is a smartly done season because it is definitely made for streaming. And it is. and it is. That's and a good point. you can you can tell that when they were designing this, it is definitely made for streaming. The way uh, everything ends in a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. it immediately will go to the next one. And the way that they are, and also just the way they're taking light motifs of conflict and watching them pay off, mm-hmm. um, it's it's smart. I just God. used light motif in a podcast. <laughs> You did. Pretentious as fuck. Pretentious as fuck. Anyway, y'all, if you haven't ch- listened to our episodes of 90 Day to Single Life, it's out. Oh, boy. It's have, out. Have what we a- have fun talking about that show. <laughs> boy, and remember when you said that thing about yeah. that person? <laughs> yes. And you, uh, and then we saw our tit. Yeah. And his dick. Remember when you farted during the podcast? Yeah. Which I'm sure will happen. Yes. So. <laughs> Remember when Tiffany called in and told you you were a whore? <laughs> anyway, those were great. <laughs> Remember when Natalie said something crazy? Yes. Because that show has definitely aired when we recorded this. Yeah, it has. It has. <laughs> <laughs> Come see us on tour. Um, it's fun. We're stupid. We are. Uh, all right, everybody. Shall we? I think so. Okay. I think so. Okay. Um, what's your what's tea your, bag? Just what's reminding your... y'all. Right. Toomey just said Ryan to suck her dick. That's where we are. <laughs> I enjoyed that. They're fighting in the jacuzzi. My first tea bag is though. You know, Magda is talking to Toomey, and Toomey makes a good point where she says. I feel sorry for every head head of the department because they have to take the brunt. Toomey should run for office. She's uh, she, right? she's so political, but she's also kind. But she's she and fair, she, yeah, and she's really the when when she when people need to be called out, she does it. Like to Ryan, mm-hmm. she has her breaking point, but she's so she never tells, she never causes drama. No, it's yeah, she's wonderful. I love her. Um, and so Magda kind of takes it in and says, you know, she says it's in her, uh, in her, uh, confessional. She said to the camera, well, maybe this is more about me than her. I do take things personally. And I went, well, that was a quick turnaround I know. from literally three <laughs> hours ago. She said, everything someone says to me, I take personally. I'm like, oh, oh. Now, I will say that is a very easy thing to do in your 20s, but it also tells you she's been extremely sheltered. Because if you don't yeah. know to how if you don't know how to take professional feedback in a non-personal way, 
uh, you're going to have a hard time in the world of work. I agree with that. Yeah, and so all of us have that. Usually it's when we get our first jobs or like a summer job when we're 16, 17 or something like that. Or for, for in my way, it was my father saying, boys, you did a shitty job today, friend. You need to do that better. Yeah, that was my dad's. <laughs> my, you think that's how you fucking saw a goddamn pipe? You're going to have water go everywhere. It's going to flood their fucking house, and then I'm going to have to come back here. I won't be able to be home on the weekend. God damn it. <laughs> but okay, Dad. just threatens you. That's how we learned. I yeah. will say, though, when I did get my first job, it was granted, it was only a month of waiting tables, and I hated it. I preferred working with my father. Interesting, because there were uh, what I what I realized uh, out in the world of work, everyone's a moron. I did realize <laughs> there's a lot of dumb people doing jobs. Y'all, if you're listening right now, sixty percent of the people you work with are morons, and you know it. Most of you would say it's higher. Uh, you're not wrong. I wouldn't even. I would say moron slash. What gets me even more, more on slash lazy. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. It's often goes hand in hand. Yeah, there, but there's just a lot of people who are stupid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was always, I think it's just, it's, 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 it's I, I've almost always worked in the arts and stuff like that. So it's, it's a different percentage. It's a different kind of moron a lot of times, but. There is a, a, a level, especially if you live in a bigger city, but if you're working, when I worked regular jobs with normies, it was amazing. The amount of people either who, who had no work ethic or people who, people who would just not show up <laughs> or people who would say stupid things. And, and I would write down things my coworkers would say because they were so stupid. And then one coworker found it and <laughs> kind of. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I was that coworker. And it looked like you were just writing things down. Yeah, we already know you were a gossip. Well, talked about that on one of our previous. No, shows. I got them. I got them. I was a gossip, and I got I I got people fired. I did not like. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I do remember when I worked at the law office. The girl who was training me in filing of how to file. Uh. I'm being specific, like filing papers, because in courts you can file with the court, but not that, like just filing, like in a folder. Actually putting things in yes. folders, yes. She trained me, and then a week later after training me, she came up to me with a legal document. She said, hey, how do I know who's a defendant and who's a plaintiff? <laughs> and I said, it says it at the top. defendant, like underneath their name. She went, oh, and I went, you've been here a year. <laughs> No, it really is amazing. You, uh, she got fired. Yeah, I bet. But now she's an it, she's an ex Mormon burlesque dancer, and she does very well. <laughs> she dances. That was her talent. Good for her. Yeah, she. You were you you as as and, and a lesbian or bisexual, like now. Pat on Dieta UK. She worships God with her body. She does. Well, she's an ex-Mormon, so I don't know what. Maybe she's not. I love a good burlesque, though. Give a little more. Oh, no. Welcome My... to burlesque. 
can I can I go up my next tea bag, please? Yeah, but I kind of want to sing that. So I want us to sing. Can we do a cabaret? That's a terrible one? song. Oh, but can we do one cabaret that's just called burlesque? Like we do. That's the theme. Because some of the songs but we're are not cabaret. burlesque dancers. Oh no, we're not at all. You could get like one of those. I think this is a terrible idea. They have boobs on it, and you could walk <laughs> around with tassels. Swinging Ooh, them. now you're talking. Yeah, I'm getting you. I've always wanted a breastplate. <laughs> but a full corset breastplate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. What's your tea bag? I just love it. The fact that aside from Ryan and Benny, this crew really does support one another. And Brittini, who is uh, who is kind of like everyone's cheerleader. She's talking to Aisha and that's when Aisha breaks down. She's like, I hate people questioning my work ethic. And Brittany just gasses her up in the best way that's, and yeah, says, you're the mom. You're everyone's mom. You're the cool mom. You are so good at your job. Because you guys, when someone, even when, if it's not, even if you don't think it's all the way true, we need to be told those things. We do. From our coworkers, especially we when we're having the shittiest time. Yeah. And you, you've, you've heard me say this all the time. The only thing a lot of us are looking for these days, the only thing. All of us are looking for is just a little bit of fucking validation. That's all. Someone to say, I see you. You're doing great work. And that goes a long oh way. Big dick goes a long way, too. True. And it hits the right spots. It's true. But validation sometimes, I need that more than a dick. Hey. There's nothing better when they're dicking you down saying, you are, you are wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. You are Thank great. You, Thank you, you are the mom. <laughs> you are the mom. Fuck <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> so no, it was great, and now even like my next tea bag goes into like even Magda kind of gets on board because Aisha's talk with her is so great. I wrote that down too. Like she's such she's a, a fucking good, good chief stew. Yeah, she's a good manager, and the way that she talks to Magda, she is laid back. She's more laid back than a lot of them, but she's really good at managing people, she, personalities. She is, and. This is jumping ahead, but because there's some stuff that happened before that we'll talk about. But I like it when she talked to Magda. She didn't back down from her position no. at all. She was very clear. She's even, gotten back she to me that you, about like, you didn't yeah, think I do enough. That really, she said, that really hurts my feelings. Right. I pride myself on work ethic. And then she, but she, and she didn't necessarily shame her. She just said, that hurt me. And in the future, this is what I want. I want you to come to me. I want you to talk to me. I want you to feel like you so can come good. to me. I'm not. And then she said, she basically kind of said, like, how can I talk? I don't want to be getting on you. I don't yeah. want to be like, how do I do this? And that's where Magda realized, oh, I was really competitive with my last Chiefs, who too, was also I, a model. And I thought I'm also a model. And basically, I think she fucking hated her. Yeah. So I think she thinks she just assumed Aisha was going to be the same. And I think I it, it. Well, obviously, people like Magda and Ryan, but Magda to a lot less extent, they need to have adversaries. They need someone to blame when things go wrong. Yeah. So they, they, because blaming themselves would take too much, would, would make them see something ugly about themselves. Well, they don't seem like very introspective people. Yeah, they're not. And yeah. Magda's young, but she's extremely sheltered. 
And uh, even though she's been a model, I think that but, is a lot of her being young, and I think she's quite naive. Whereas Ryan yeah. should know better. No, Ryan. Ryan is a terrible person. Yeah, I I still am annoyed that Ryan is still on this boat, and the only reason he is because of COVID. Because, because of, because of COVID. COVID. Um. Yeah, I love that conversation. Uh, and that's already the next. We didn't even talk about. Some stuff. They were drunk as fucking skunks that night in that hot tub. All oh, yeah. Culver and Bertini. They were trying to make... I'm glad that Culver didn't do anything. Because... It, it, uh, unlike Unlike Pelodex sailing yacht, <laughs> it seems like we've got a little bit more... Uh, maybe when the vessel is bigger, we have a little bit more forethought to not fuck our crew members. Yeah. <laughs> or we're not Gary. I mean... Let's be honest. I want to say just you, but probably me. If we were both in our twenties totally on a boat, totally fuck people on a boat. I would fuck lots of people on a boat. Fucked everybody in that boat. If if I could fuck you, I would. You, I would have. I would have been like Jamie, like taking two people, saying, "Y'all make out." You'd you'd find me in the kitchen after hours trying to fuck a lobster. You would. <laughs> you would. Not a, a, not again. People it's walk a in and you're on all fours, yeah. and there's just a lobster tail <laughs> flipping out of your ass. <laughs> I, I gotta say, there's call something you about cheddar a biscuit for the rest of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> there's something about a boat that just makes me horny. So I would be, I would there's, be all. There's but, something about oxygen that makes. I was you gonna horny, say, there's something like, about me walking down the street or a bicycle. It's a boat, that, yeah. it's water. It's it's also kind of forbidden to to. Oh it, God. It's such a it's such a small space. <sighs> Maybe it makes you more horny. That's true. Uh, with a boat, what what situation has that you feel like in your life has made you the most horny? What do you mean, like a boat, oh. a camp, or a, a certain job, or certain like you played it like a, an event Ooh. or something like where you just oh. could control yourself? Let's see. You know, it would be. Oh my god! You know where it was. It was when we were doing summer camp, and we were doing it with the. You weren't there, but it was Williams Weeks. So we were working with Williams Syndrome. I did that. So one week. we were we were working with. A, usually these are adults with disabilities, mm-hmm. and this guy who was bisexual was working with me. And oh, we I were, was I was there this summer. We when we would be around the campers, and we would kind of be we would kind of be eye fucking each other, and I'm like, there are disabled people. <laughs> And he would just like brush my hand and out of out of sight from the it was hot. <laughs> and we would spend nights talking on the lawn, but quick butterfly kisses. And then he would went back to his girlfriend. Who was at camp? No, right? she wasn't. She did visit one weekend. I remember you were Fuck pissed her. that week. Oh, he was y'all. <laughs> Jake was so He barely pissed. saw me that weekend. You were in a mood the entire weekend. She wasn't even pretty. <laughs> I forgot. What was his name? Peter. Peter. It was Peter. Oh, my God. <sighs> Oof. Is he married now? We lost touch. <laughs> <laughs> I moved on. But y'all I moved never on. fucked, right? No. Just a little You could make a out. script about that. There was never really a good time to fuck. And when you're and when you're when you're when you're with someone who has sexual boundaries that are a little 
they're a little non-delineated. Yeah. You have you you can't really make them and, and also there were children and adults around everywhere. So Which made my, it harder my, for you that you would try to do yes, it. Yes. Yes. My game was a little hampered. <laughs> if we had been just together, it would have happened. I am certain. I know that about myself. Wow. Yeah. He would have been he would have been still to this day with his wife or whoever moaning my name when he woke up. What did you do to me? You know how when you ask a question and you feel <laughs> bad for asking the question. Oh, Wish y'all I could walk that back. When you're supposed to be supervising someone and they can't see it and the, you're you're the last thing you need to be doing is flirting with someone, that's hot. Ooh. <sighs> Boy. Culver's I'm kinky as fuck. <laughs> you are. You are. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes I realize that I'm like, wow, wow, where'd that come from? You are. Culver does say he's they. He does say, I'll be honest. I think Brit Brittini can hold it down. Yeah, and but I think I don't think they will get together because. Do you think he's attracted to her? No. That's my feeling. I feel like he just likes her as a friend, and maybe they'd make up. But he I don't said feel that like she's a Greek goddess. I. I think he's one of those guys who really falls in love with a girl's personality. Oh, for sure. And he's kind of that wholesome. Yeah, he's yeah. that wholesome. And sex comes later for him. I kind of think that, yeah. Yeah. I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> Simps. <laughs> anyway, oh. I, think, I think that's who he, he is. He's very wholesome. Yeah. Big old Ooh. toothy Mayflower grin. <laughs> I wouldn't mind defiling that wholesomeness. Me too. Although oh. I I think I'd rather defile um who did I want to defile? I'd rather defile Michael Plath. No in a way. For sure. Yeah. But who fucks better, Michael Plath or Culver? Culver. Culver for sure. But it need to be emotional. I it would need to be emotional. Fucked by Culver, you're holding onto his back, and I bet it feels like you're riding a John Deere tractor. That thing's just so wide. Just like wow, that <laughs> he thinks my tractor is sexy. That is both country and hot. <laughs> a John I Deere would tractor. Totally fuck a guy on a John Deere tractor. Me too. Me too. What's your next teabag? This is where are we're we? off the rails. I just wrote this. Really isn't a major teabag. I just wrote these poor camera people having to film these drunk as fuck people in a hot. They're like, at one point, Toomey and Brittini are just about to cut their hand off, just cutting a watermelon, <laughs> yeah, and Brittany looks- just puts her face, like face first, and just eating it. And I went. Poor Daryl, that cameraman. His wife's <laughs> saying, "What you doing, honey?" And he's like, "I gotta get another job." <laughs> it looks like Brittany cuts open an emu egg and drinks the yolk out yeah. of it. That's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> She's so starving for Melanie goodness. Oh. Uh, Melanie goodness. That's my new drag name. Mel- <laughs> Melanie goodness. Welcome to the stage, Melanie goodness. Melanie goodness. Um, I, I, what, so my next one then is this little bit of, besides the fact that Jason says, I I had to take out a lot of trash with maggots. And what do you think about? Oh, him waking them up early and all that. 
I mean, I, it's a baller move to say, you're going to have a late start. You got to take everything. He goes into their rooms and just basically goes, "Time to wake up!" Clang, 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 I'm clang, like, clang. Are clang. we in fucking Animal House? And he's a fraternity mother because that's kind of how you feel. Like everybody on this boat is just like, whatever. Like I'm not familiar with the custom of fraternity mothers. Is that a thing? What is that a thing for to have fraternity mothers? I thought frat houses were just houses where boys live together. Y'all, we're gonna take a commercial <laughs> break. I didn't. And we're going to talk about this. I didn't. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. (sighs) Sissies. We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies! Sissies! 
Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens So fraternity mothers So <laughs> I... It's not a concept that I knew. You never saw like, oh, I don't know, an, an art film, I guess they're called. Yeah. Where there's a group of guys in a fraternity, but at the beginning, there's just one woman that says, okay, boys, I made you dinner. You all be good little fraternity brothers. Don't play with each other's dicks again. And then they walk out of the room. She walks out of the room and then they fuck. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought I didn't know You've there were any seen... women living with 
fraternities. Sometimes fraternities will have sororities. Well, they'll have like a sorority or fraternity mother. I've and heard like the, about it with women. I guess I think that it that's maybe it's older, but I know my uncles. I don't know if newer fraternities, but I still think like some of them have like it's called a house mother actually. Okay, I've heard of that term, but are they there? Are they there during the parties? I don't. Think I'm they're there for confused. Those, no. They're not so there they for just that. go over. They kind of go over there, just kind of like all oh, these boys. I grew up with. I grew up raising boys. I can't wait to raise more date raping boys. I, I think. <laughs> wow, that's, that's what it feels like to me. It's like almost a woman betraying her no, her sex I, in I a think way. They come in like in the the morning, like from I don't to know, clean? like nine to five, and they like cook a meal. Or and something. while they're watching the girls leave the frat house, they're I don't like, know, honey, if- you look good. Put some blush on. Probably, I don't know if maybe this is an old practice and they don't do it anymore. I need to know if this is real because but I know it used to be like in the. I know I remember in the eighties, like some cousins of mine in college would talk about how, but I don't know if people do it now. So it could be all the times I spent in frat houses. I never saw any middle aged woman. Uh, again, I don't think except for the one trying to buy drugs. <laughs> I don't think they're there at two in the morning. <laughs> Fair, fair. The rest of the guys are there for last call. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, I think. But someone, I could sissy could say, Maddie, nobody's done that in twenty years. You're old. Yeah, which is fair too. Yeah, I, I, I just, I guess it makes sense that that would happen because oh, you know these boys, they can't take care of themselves. I mean, I would love to be in a fraternity and have a house daddy. <laughs> I think that'd be great. I guess I'm trying to think about. The idea of a woman who would want to baby, it seems like a very Southern thing, Um, but a woman who would baby all of these men. I think it's based in like, we need to have a woman to keep the corral, the men. Corral? Like, to make sure the men aren't like acting out, like they need a mother's influence. So I think it's outdated. Okay. I don't know. I just. I think it's more of a bigger, like richer old school okay. like no it makes kind of sense it just seems super ick to me i don't know why i would tell that woman they can take care of themselves they're just gonna order papa john's anyway <laughs> i i think that not to put judgment i think that's outdated no i'm, I'm saying yeah. it could be outdated okay Glad we glad we cleared that up. Now I want garlic butter, <laughs> and I can't have it because you know that guy's a piece of shit who eat, owns it. We can't eat that Papa guy's a John, fucking y'all. piece of shit. Yeah, he's a terrible human. Doesn't want to pay his fucking employees. Yeah, he does. Fuck you. You know, I went to uh, uh, where did I go? I went to Burger King the other day because I just wanted a Whopper. Yeah, I got a Whopper meal. It was fourteen dollars. <gasps> what? And I went. This is for and I was what. And I was on the phone with my friend. I said, why is this $14? She said, well, I've heard that it's, I don't know if it's true or not. It's more because they raise the minimum wage and they're paying their employees. That's true, I guess. And I said, well, then I am happy to pay $14 for a Whopper. I guess so. I just don't think about it costing that much. It was $14 for a Whopper meal. I didn't even up the size, too. It was a medium. Really? I swear. (laughs) It was with cheese. $14. It does seem like a lot, but maybe that's what we all need to get used to with the minimum wage because the minimum wage in Los Angeles just got raised again. I think that's probably what happened. That's okay. If it helps somebody pay their bills. And if I I agree with you, 100 percent. 
So anyway, y'all, <laughs> where are we? I have a I have a feeling that most of the people who are going to fast food, it's convenience food. You're not in the best frame of mind. <laughs> a lot of times you're it's fair. You're, I was maybe emotional and wanted a Whopper at the time. So I had a bad think, day. I think most of the time you'll pay whatever it will get it you. It was hot, y'all. I just wanted a Whopper and a Coke Icy. Um, so it was 102 degrees. And fries. You know what? I only ate like four of the fries. I well, know you, you don't like you that. You wasted $5. I, and then I threw them away. I don't love Burger King fries. I really don't eat a lot of the fries anymore, period. McDonald's fries. Come on, no, you I will liar. All, I know. I just. I try not to eat all the fries, and I throw them away. You're already eating garbage. <laughs> You've already got your mouth in the trough. You're gonna make decisions like, oh, I guess I won't eat the fries. Just you know, fuck off, <laughs> or don't order them. That's what I would tell you. Don't just let. Don't let wonderful, beautiful fries. <laughs> If you throw away McDonald's french fries, you're wrong. That, there's something wrong with you. And I'm not going to have a debate right now with whose who's french fries, fast food french fries are the best. Because they're... Wendy's. Have your own... They're good. They're different than they used to be. They're better. Um, I, I'm, uh, I will say that Burger Kings aren't great. They're fine. I enjoy a Chris Cut fry from Carl's Jr., we're getting into a weird area. We are. Oh, cur- curly fries from Jack in the Box. Oh. <gasps> that we're, wins. We're, we're not helping people's we're food issues. We're not helping issues. people. We need to we're move We're not on. helping our food issues. I was going to say, I wanted to say this one thing about the, the trash. And and Jason says, someone's going to own it. You know, the trash that, that was there. The Maggoty Trash. Maggoty Trash. Also a good dra- drag yeah. name. Maggoty Trash, trash everybody. Hi, Welcome Don't to the main the stage. Maggoty Trash. Don't they're just growing up and uh and jamie's like well we didn't do a proper uh sweep and even though almost everyone's certain that it was culver uh who did not do it and culver uh jamie takes it and and uh i don't know if you saw this in the version that i saw jamie said the conversation with the captain captain i'm gonna take it on the chin here yeah and jason's like all right mate hold on one second let me get out my mammoth dick and then and Jamie gets down on yeah, his knees. Swaps him across the face. Kafwap, kafwap, kafwap. While the dick gets harder. Yeah. And and he says, this is a verbal warning. Now you want to suck the dick, don't you? Next time we'll get a written warning when I'll have the warning on my dick. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Got a little weird. That got a little weird. I don't know how he would write the warning on his dick. But just clear, you saw Jamie suck Captain's dick, right? Yeah. I saw a lot of, who knew, Captain really likes his nipples pinched whenever someone's sucking his dick, right? I need to excuse myself to when you hear yeah. your room. That's hot. But wait, he came on his face, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. All in that beautiful curly hair. That's the verbal warning. It looked like snow-capped mountains. And he got verbal, if he you know got- what I mean. <laughs> I'm sexually frustrated. Yeah, you got to get laid. It's about time. It's been a. It's been at least five days. Oh wow! Yeah, Ooh. that's like, that's three months in whore years. <laughs> <laughs> True. 
baby. And I mean that a positive way, y'all. Be a whore. Be a slut. Do whatever you want. So, uh, we do. What's your next tea bag? Um, I do want to say, I think it's bullshit that Benny's like, come on, Culver, own up to your mistake. And I went, you haven't ever you haven't done that. Owned up to one mistake you've done this entire. And later on, he says, he says, Jam- uh, Jamie's like, oh, Benny, the the bags you do drip trash all over the teak, and he's the only one who took. It. He's like, nope, triple bag them. He would not even entertain the idea. No, and he. And the, the thing to say here, you guys, is when your superior says, that must have been you, even if it wasn't you, just clean the fucking thing up. Just say, it was y- someone. yes, sir, yes, ma'am, or whatever. God, that Benny irritates the shit out of me. Well, he really irritates, this is kind of my next, but he really irritates the shit out of me when he... Remember, he's 34 years old. He's 34 years old, y'all. Man-child. When he fucking... And honestly, now that his parents are both dead, he'll never grow up. Nope. He's going to be this way his entire life. Entire I pity. Life. I pity any woman who gets with him. Oh, bless her heart. Bless yep. her heart. But it really thought it was just, just a shit move that we're putting you now on mornings because you can't do your job, so you have to be watched. Right. So now Bertini's at night, and you're trying to get the new crew, everybody to stay up late and fish to keep Bertini up all night. Wonder what is the impulse in that? Is is it is it to make sure everyone has had it as hard as you did? Kind of reminds me of all the student loan debt going on. Why should everybody else have it easier? I had the 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 garbage Uh-oh. that had to happen to me. Oh, now we're in an area. No, you don't want to get me started on this. I'm no. going to let that go. But that that state of mind I get of it. thought. No, you're right. This idea that something would be easier than someone on someone else than you had it. Or Oh, what would be oh horrors. Or or what did Benny freak out about like the first two or three episodes of this trip? The anchor chain. No, what well, anchor chain, but he freaked out because I don't like it when people tease me. It's hazing. Right. I don't want to be what did he just do to Bertini? Yep. No, he's a, so I hate him. He literally is doing that to her. And it's just what did you think about it kind of goes in along with this. What did you think about when Bertini talked to Jamie about it and Br- Jamie is kind of like, you talk to him? That's not great. I don't um, think so either. But I I do understand why Jamie is just not wanting to tell Benny again that he's the reason because that will make his morale go even lower. Lower. And he's exhausted by it. Like, right. What else can he do with Benny? He's yelled at him. He's talked to him. I, like, I think the problem is Benny is that special breed, a person who can kind of pass like he'll be the funny person and the captain won't see all the problems. Because I don't think captain's seen it. Yeah. Right. And uh, he is, Benny is specifically more of a problem for authority figures than and everyone else. He kind of flies under the radar. So that's why people would say, why is Jamie getting so hates Benny so much? Because he's a thorn and he just wants to needle everybody who's in authority because he that's his he's a he's trying to rebel, which is what he has always done. And maybe he knows that Captain Jason kind of has a soft spot, maybe because his parents died, but he uses that against Jamie. But Captain Jason 
if Jamie's his bosun, he needs to trust him. If your bosun right. is telling you this person, it, you need to believe them. Right. No, I agree. It's 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 bad. Um, can we talk about the Asia and Ryan? Uh, She's amazing. Kind of confrontation. Yes. This was again handled so well, so well. There have been comments that uh, you have said something about my work ethic. And I want you to know that was very hurtful to my feelings. And immediately, this is textbook Ryan, you guys. Well, it's only one person, and I know exactly who it is. Not. They're not telling you the whole story. I said so many good things about you. And not even. Not even. And not even asking her, oh, really? What comments? Let's talk about this. Mealy goes on the defense and blaming another person. Yeah. For telling her what he said. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. And and she's like, I work my ass off. He says nothing. And uh, and she even says, you know, uh, I'm sure that not everything that they didn't tell me everything. Because like 100% of what I said was just uh, was 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 not transcribed for you. He's backpedaling like crazy, which is oh, yeah. exactly what someone like Ryan does. Yeah. Oh, he's so shitty. And uh, and then he says in his confessional second you so you show stress you admit guilt so i'm not going to do that Ugh. god why are these people on our televisions they're horrible horrible speaking of horrible sit down i want surprises <laughs> Y'all, that woman grabbed her. <laughs> we have a diva. Melina, uh, Melina. Might as well be Karen. She <laughs> arrived. Here, have a seat. Have a seat. I, I want surprises. I have said this before, y'all. I want magic. The most terrifying two words, remember when I said this before, is surprise me. The most is. terrifying from, mm-hmm. from a guest. Yeah. Because that means their expectations are here and you will never succeed. No, never. Supersede them, I should say. Yeah. And it it really is, if you've ever worked in service at all, it is the worst thing to hear. When someone says, bring me a drink. I don't know. Bring me what you want. What do you love? (sighs) What do you love? Okay. And I bring you Straight vodka. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. This is it? Exactly. So what do you- You surprise me, but then you just have like- just these are just shucked oysters with lemon on. She's like, "What is this?" It is creating an expect. Surprise me means I have an expectation, and I want you to even try to surpass it because yeah. you never will. But I want you to try to get my approval as hard as you possibly I'm can. Bored, and this is a fun game. For and me. this is fun for me to play with people. Yeah, yeah. That's this bitch. That's I, that's her. I laugh when she hit her head on that boat. <laughs> <laughs> that was some it's a classic below deck kind of thing when they when the guests hurt themselves. I it always enjoy true. it. But yeah, when she said take a seat and uh, and says uh, when I I wanted a surprise, I wanted to be wowed. Now I I don't mind the phrase wow me. That to me means do something great, whatever that is. But still shitty. But surprise me is the worst. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't be like, know you. Surprise me is also the same as someone says impress me. Yes. Yeah. Yo, don't. I don't. I don't think anyone is that much of a douche who listens to us. I don't Maybe. think so. But don't. Even if you think you're being funny, don't ever say that in a service no. situation. 
No. I don't care what reason. It's just awful. It's awful. We when I when I had to do catering for even bar service for really rich people, it's a very common thing rich people will say. They're like, "I like this. Can you surprise me? Just make me something." They're always going to hate it. The one time, maybe ten percent of the time, that you find something, they're like, "I like it." They're like, "This is good, but can you just make me this instead?" Always. That just you were talking about it, it made me tired. I went. Because <sighs> I've been in that situation, it like stressed me out. Yeah, it's a horrible thing to do to people. And when you do, if someone, if you bartended uh, events and stuff like that, what I would tell you is, ask them lots of questions. After that, you can maybe get a little ways. Sometimes they won't even tell you though. They're just fucking with you. <laughs> it's true. I hated those events. What did you think of the charter overall? And that's my next. But let's talk about this. The charter overall in general. Eh, they're all forgettable to me, I except mean, for the guy named Carlton, who was just who kind of looked like a raccoon. So, did you see the glimpse that we got of his Christmas album cover? No. Oh, I you must it. have been. Writing I was probably out. writing. They said he just recorded a Christmas album, and it's literally him in this terrible outfit behind a Christmas tree, just kind of leaning in and going. Oh wow! You might have to. I hope they show it next episode because I think he's. Oh, gonna so sing. they're going to be kooky. Oh he, well, there was a well, clip. Matt is attracted to him. There was a clip of Asia crawling on all fours dressed as a reindeer. Yes. And pawing at people's laps that kind of bothered me. <laughs> There's a clip of Poodle doing that. <laughs> Didn't like it when I had to do it either. <laughs> I'll never be invited to that leather party again. Poodle the red-assed reindeer. <laughs> Everyone spanked me. <laughs> <laughs> it was my fault. <laughs> If you can't find your way, just spank an ass and he'll leave. <laughs> I'll take in the room where the drugs are. Just follow. Follow that red ass. Follow that red ass. <laughs> um, Mountains of cocaine. Y'all, we had another Baywatch moment of Jamie. Yes, we did. We did that. I mean, nothing really talking. <laughs> Although this was real. And a, leg, a guy had a leg cramp. Probably from eating more crab <laughs> than he thought he should. He should. But my teabag about this is when they get back on the boat, Melina or whatever, whatever, Australian Karen says, well, someone almost drowned. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> she made it herself. <laughs> Can you imagine drowning? Oh, I would die. Ugh. She's awful. Then, then we would have to do a funeral. I don't have a funeral Girl. dress. God, I hope she tries. I would have mine. to go ashore. Ugh. Ugh. And I, you know I won't find something that'll fit me. Ugh, how inconvenient. How inconvenient. Um, I don't have much other things. I don't I, think I've mentioned Benny's driving the boat and then just leaves the steering wheel to take fucking selfies. I There's I mean, one. What's new? The only thing I had last is everyone seems to be doing good at their job. Even Ryan is less getting less shit, and it seems like he's caring more. Magda's doing good uh, good work, and this last little bit about Jamie's like I want him gone because uh, he's well because Benny, Benny almost hurts fucking Culver. Yeah, Th- this is very clear where Jamie said you've got to listen to the guy on the jet yeah. ski, and Benny is saying no, it's no, not I how knew. I did it. And he's like, no, again, y'all know this is a safety thing. And he just kind of flips out. And Benny, Jamie says to Benny, you're gone. I'm, 
I think Benny's going soon. Well, we see in the next episode that Benny pulls the harassment card. Yeah. And y'all, Captain has to pay attention to that. Yep. What a fucking spineless shit. Harassment I think, my ass. I think Benny's gone by the next episode. I think so too. I if think not Benny, I think Benny next... and Ryan. I think Ryan will go too. Yeah, he will. Because he is still we as, there was no, text all As soon as him. they find another chef, uh, chef. My thing when I thought about this, this is a television show. How hard is it to find a chef who imagine the resources a television show has. I and I guess I'm thinking the sh- the production probably wants Ryan to stay on as long as they possible. They want Ryan to stay on because they're looking at a chef, but then because it this is cast, it isn't staffed by the people that run the boat. It's right, cast by casting. But they, I guarantee you, the the chef, whoever the backup chefs they have, needed to be approved by casting. Yeah, yeah. So I I guess I'm trying to think a little behind the curtain here. But the idea that I and I and I and I think we've seen this before with can't find a chief stew right now, blah blah blah. I, I guarantee you, production's making something happen. But it seems like we've had three episodes now where we've been looking that where the where the captain says I need a new chef, and it should happen quicker than three episodes. Well, this was filmed. Remember, this came out now, but this in the actually middle came, of COVID, this came out like actually six months ago. So yeah, this was like in the smack smack. And Australia, New Zealand, that part of the world was way more locked down than we it, were. You're right. You're right. So I think it was probably way more difficult. Yeah, I guess. I'm just like, all the resources we have. Chefs are, are clamoring to get on this stuff. I don't know. That's the show. That's the show. Y'all, sorry we talked about food. We hope we didn't <laughs> enable your food issues. You don't need sorry. to write us about it. Just fast forward. <laughs> sorry, it I enables t- ours too. <laughs> sorry I talked about when I was a reindeer at a sex party. <laughs> I didn't enjoy that. I didn't mind that actually. Or 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 flirting with someone while while working with an, at a that camp with adults with disabilities. <laughs> that made me uncomfortable. Let's not bring that up. Y'all go to our TikTok and our Instagram. Go to our Linktree link to see us on live show. Uh, to, to see our the double it tour will be. I guess we're out on the road now. We're out on the road. Uh, we, I think Chicago is this week. Actually, yeah. keep talking. And I'll look when this. I think show Chicago is. is this week, but you can still come see us if you want to in D.C., in New York City, in, in the beginning is October, Atlanta, and in two nights in Tamps. Two nights in Tamps. Different shows, same, same hoes. hoes. Right. Um. Yes. It actually it'll be the week before. Never. It'll be the week before. This airs the week before Chicago. So y'all right. get tickets for our Chicago so show. We'll see you in Chicago in a week, y'all. All right, everybody. Have a good week. We'll see you next time. Until then, it's Anchors, Anchors Again. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.